What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Maker Made Podcast, episode 30, coming at you hot and heavy. The dirty 30, my brother. How you doing? Splendid. How are you, sir? I'm doing well. It's been a productive, productive week for me. How about you? <sighs> I wish I could relate. Today, in particular, has <laughs> been in shambles. Um, this week as a whole, not terrible, but today for sure has been in shambles. My dad had a knee surgery this morning so i had oh, wow. to go his girlfriend took him to and fro but i had to meet them back at his place to help to him and fro just say to and from just say to <laughs> and from like a normal person why do you do that it just sounded fun i don't know but uh so i had to help try, try something new let me let me let me do this i had to help him get upstairs into his bed and all that jazz i kind of feel for him because i had obviously knee surgery a handful of years ago so it's nice to be able to help him because he helped me back then. So that was. And how's he doing? Like pretty, pretty solid. He's good. Yeah, I mean, he was coming off anesthesia, so I don't know if you've ever experienced anyone who's been on that after surgery, but it takes a second to get them <laughs> calibrated back to the real world. Yep. You know, he was a little woozy, but uh, good, all good. You know, he's got a long road recovery ahead of him, but he'll do fine. He's a he's a strong, somewhat young pup. Wasn't too strenuous of a surgery either, so should be fine. But that kind of dominated my day. Like I didn't really, I didn't want to get started on anything, you know, because at any, I wasn't exactly sure how long the surgery was going to take, how long it was going to take them to get back to the house, and so on and so forth. So it was kind of a weird time balancing act, and I just kind of let my my brain drift all morning long, just waiting for that. So I didn't get really anything done. But we're here now. That's good. Got back into the shop after eating some lunch with them and uh, did a little cleaning up. Still need to do a lot more. Uh, the laser is actually officially leaving tomorrow, so that's exciting. Ooh. What's the ETA on then? Um, well, this gal who purchased it, I guess, two weeks ago and put down a deposit on it is settled into her new house. So she's going to come grab this thing tomorrow with the U-Haul or the moving truck, whatever she's got. And then... That'll be gone, and then my new laser gets here, I believe, in about two weeks, middle of uh, September. Nice. So that's exciting. Pretty cool. It'll be nice to have that space that the laser took up. Uh, I'm excited to have that for the next week or so because I have a couple really big builds that are going to be busted out. <laughs> and then it's going to get taken right back up. on the new And then it's going to get say. taken <laughs> right back up. Yeah, the, the new laser that's coming is the exact same size, um, maybe, you know, with a few inches worth of tolerance, but uh, it's got the same i have i don't know if we talked about it already last week but bed size is 51 by 32 technically but it's got the open uh front and back so you can have a basically unlimited length to pass through gotcha which would be pretty sweet i'm kind of excited about that it's like the glow forge yeah except three million times cooler and better and more powerful (laughs) you may lose some listeners we might lose some listeners saying that no, no. Hey, listen. First off, I mean, my machine was—I mean, it was considerably more expensive than a Glowforge, but they charge a pretty penny for those things. They are super nice, though, and extremely user-friendly. Um, but this is just the Glowforge class. Yeah. What? No way, Jose. No way. What? Those things. That thing was a pain in the butt. Oh, yeah, but you're also, like, one of the least technologically savvy individuals I know. That's not true, but when it comes to software, <laughs> that, and, like, programming, whoo, 
Ooh, <laughs> um, it's a lot. Yeah. Hey, I used to be that way too before the CNC came, and then now I'd like to think that I'm pretty freaking good at running that thing. So, so but you're, it's like a necessity for your business, though. Like you have to. For me, oh, oh, yeah, that would be definitely. programming. So like CNC and laser <laughs> software is a hobby inside of my hobby. And if I don't really like the laser <laughs> software, it doesn't make me happy. So then I just cut that part out. So right. yeah. But um, speaking of lasers, though, I I use mine today. Yeah, today, uh, laser engrave an ashtray, cigar ash, ashtray for uh, my brother's friend doing a retirement gift. Good. Yeah, um, but Redwood that's, is so that's soft. The new laser you got, right? You kind of yeah, had trouble yep. setting it up and all that. No, the new one's been great since day one. Oh, um, that's good. Yeah, the old one was a pain in the butt. But yeah, so I, I laser engraved it and um, it cut what's well, redwood, so it's soft and it cut deep. So I was like, well, I should probably um, fill this with CA glue so it doesn't, um, so the letters don't break together or, you know, any of that mm-hmm. good stuff. And I started to do that. And it started leaking, like seeping into the wood. You know how, you, like, you get the the creep with the the color of epoxy and stuff like that into the grain of the wood. Oh yeah, uh, like yeah, staining, yeah. staining. Right. I think that's yeah, what there you go. Called. I thought you meant um, just spilling out, and I was like, yeah, buddy, that's pretty typical. <laughs> no, so uh, it was staining all of the wood. So I decided to re-engrave a new one with. I put blue painter's tape down first. Oh yeah, and I was like, call. this is super smart. I'm going to fill it after, um, didn't work. It still seeped under and leaked and stained really bad. So, uh, I think the redwood's just so porous and so open grain that it just soaks it up in every direction. Um, hmm. so I put well, that, that engraving face down on the joiner and just shaved off that <laughs> engraving, re-engraved it, um, shallower, um, and a little faster, mm-hmm. uh, and it turned out perfect and I'm just not going to fill it cause it's not nearly as deep anymore gotcha yeah i was gonna say i think it's all about speed and power with those things you know because if you want a lighter engraving you just back those things off or yeah so you would do having higher speed and lower power but that's cool sounds like you got dialed in though so that's good yeah and then uh today is tuesday so sunday and monday i hung my dust collector um and i got some extra attachments for it and the rest come in on thursday um that was the rockler one i'm pretty pretty stoked to start using that i feel like everything in the shop has just become easier now that i have that going um the dust collector yeah less mess (laughs) Uh, i have more room because i don't have the boxes from the dust collector in the middle of the shop (laughs) um it's just been so much better Uh, another one of those things that i probably could have done way earlier um but I just kept putting it off. Um, got the eight charcuterie boards branded and done. Nice. Uh, the ones with your templates. And um, so far, that's been the week. We got those two flags shipped. Three Etsy orders, baby. Three? Um, What's the third one? The ashtray. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Oh. Yeah, so I'm going to get that in the mail today or tomorrow, rather. Oh, wait a minute. Pause. Rewind. Pause. Holding. 40k let's go dude congratulations oh, dude. thank you so much I the boys are that. at 80 let's 80k go, dude 
Oh, um, it's been it's been a good month in that in those terms. Good week as well, you know. Back to that topic. It's pretty crazy. Forty point six as of recording right now. Fifty k, fifty k by Christmas or Dude, Thanksgiving. Feels point. good. Feels good. I mean, I know we've talked about um, a lot, you know, about being discouraged or whatever. Obviously, this is a huge confidence and morale booster. Uh, having a good month growth wise and view wise for the sake of reels play bonus. But uh, yeah, dude, thank you very much. First off. It's funny that sometimes it's almost like the Instagram algorithm knows like, Hey, this person's really discouraged (laughs) and we need to like, we need to like get them boosted. Um, And I'm hoping that's the case. Cause right now I'm like, "Eh, I don't really care. I'll post whatever I want. Um, Cause it's just been slow, really slow. Mm-hmm. Um, you've, you've been growing though you know like you it, it might be slow but you've been constantly going up ever since yeah. the little lull you had yeah and then the uh the views and likes are down um but i think follows are still trending upwards um not nothing explosive um right i think what i need to do is just punch a hole in a wall and, and patch it and get some more views <laughs> how many views is that at do you know uh, like two and two and a quarter million or something like wow. that um, wow so funny but yeah so other than that like slow gro- slow growth here um, yeah instagram's still in a very weird phase i think i'm pretty sure everyone can agree agree upon that um but it's all about i mean persevering to be completely honest with you don't get distracted by the numbers. That's not the biggest thing, you know. Just keep making good content. And keep putting posts up is the biggest thing, and keep making good stuff. Uh, like, don't yeah. sacrifice quality of work for content. Totally um, says the guy that put a piece of paper towel on a wall for a drywall <laughs> patch. Um, <laughs> but uh, shoot, I had something that I wanted to follow up on that. Um, oh yeah, like old videos. Like if you have nothing, post an old video. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, I don't know if any, I mean, a few people have taken note and those, they're only the people who like really pay attention to my comment co- content would notice. But I mean, 90% of my posts this month, this gosh, why can't I talk? 90% of my posts this month have been recycled content. And what's really funny is my two biggest videos this month that are both at 2 million views are videos that I have posted repeatedly. <laughs> I yeah. think at least three the times. Craig Foreman. Yeah, that, that post where I use my Craig Foreman has gotten over a million views like three times, including one time I got 11 million, which is crazy. I think that video is broke. Like, yeah, so I usually let that one fly every couple of months whenever I'm really having a, a hard time. Um, I, I think, you know, and I, I'm going to regret saying this, but I was talking to Haley last night. And uh, do you think that that song is a little bit of a cheat code? The song what that song? I use, because I, I use the same song every time I post the Craig Foreman post. It's the uh, Michael Blue Blay, and I'm feeling good. Oh. Yeah, that's not yours. Um, I don't know. And it I, might be. I timed the drop to right when I plug in the Foreman to the power outlet, mm. so I, I like, I'd like to think that's uh, the reason that it's such a satisfying video. Um, it is a good but, video. I would like someone but, else to post a video that they think is really good using that video because I'm curious if maybe oh, using that, that song. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm curious if that has any validity to it. But don't don't go crazy now, you know. Um, and if if you blow up and get 12 million views, just remember who told you. Remember who got you there. <laughs> um, 
Huh, yeah, that's, I mean, I think I used that song once. I think once. I don't think it did very well. But Damn it. Um, Ruining my But that was a while ago. I'll try again. Um, <laughs> you should. Shoot, man. I thought I had something else about that. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I lost it. Um, but what else do I have this week, dude? I got... I don't think I have any more woodworking I need to get done. Oh, I do, because I'm gearing up for the craft fairs with Charlie in the next two months. Um, so I'm going to, um, I have to make a stand to hang like flags on. And initially, we had it where um, like the tables in the tent make a U, so somebody like walks into it, if that uh-huh. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, and behind one of the sides of the U um, we're going to put like a, a little stand that you can hang stuff on. So I, I have all of the stuff. It's just going to be two by threes and one by fours. Um, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just needs to look fine and mm-hmm. do its job. So um, yeah, so that's, it'll be a next week task and I don't think I have anything else. Is Charlie gearing up pretty heavily too for these things? Yeah, he's uh so he he didn't he's got a couple commitments going on right now because he has that consignment shop back in Monterey, Carmel that we were both in. Mm-hmm. Um, he renewed his contract before he left Monterey uh, for a whole year because he was doing very very well there. And um, in terms of sales or in, yeah, in his career in terms of sales there. Got it. And uh, it slowed down when he got here because we both think that she wasn't pushing those sales as hard. Um, but she was like asking him for to send more stuff. So he's got to get ready for the craft fairs and send inventory to them in California. So I think he's pretty, pretty staying busy with that. Cool. Um, How much inventory are we talking here? Uh, like... I'd have to get in touch with him to confirm, but probably like oh. six hunting knives or so. I think he was talking about five or six. Uh, oh, I don't wow. think he's sending charcuterie boards there anymore. Um, gotcha. He's been on that epoxy riverboard kick for a while. Um, <laughs> he's he's getting pretty steady commissions on them. That's good. I wish I had more time to do something like that so I could at least give myself a chance to see if I can get some commissions for those types of mm-hmm. things. But Oh, yeah. So that's this... In like two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Zach Hess, uh, Double K Products, uh, he's sending mm-hmm. me his woodpeckers flattening slab, sled mill thingy for the router. Um, well, I'm buying it from him, but he's sending it to me. And nice. uh, I'm doing a 60 by 24 uh, river desk on oh, that wow. like triangle piece. So like four gallons of epoxy i'm gonna just cross my fingers and hope it works out but oh uh, dude i don't i don't know about you but every time anyone mentions epoxy tables i get uh flashbacks to kind of when we first started talking years ago and you had that uh epoxy coffee table incident (laughs) dude i wait which one which one the one where you dropped off an epoxy pour at a oh. lumber yard or something to, <laughs> to flatten it, and you got it back, and it was like a half inch thick or something like that. 
<laughs> yeah, it was like three eighths. It was less than a half inch thick. Oh my! Gosh, and the guy was like, "You got to put finish on that right now, or it's gonna pop up." Before I even got home, the thing had bowed in the middle. Dude, I um, still don't understand that. Like, what, what, what did he have to take it down that low? Or no, so I didn't pour enough. So there was one side that was, or the river was lower than the the sides, and I think he flattened that side first. And then flipped it over and surfaced the top. Um, mm. So both sides were flat. Where to me, I would have rather him just do like what, what's in the bottom of the mold first. And I could mess around with with the depth later. Um, mm. But again, that was um, you know lesson learned there for me. Um, <laughs> but that I it did make one which I don't have anymore. Um, I kind of lost it for lack of a better term on my move from Florida to California. Um, but it was sweet gum and it was black and gray mixed epoxy in the middle. And that was the one that I poured completely outside, like in Florida, <laughs> in the humidity tabletop epoxy. If you looked at the side, you could see eight or like six different layers of epoxy. Cause I did, you know, about a quarter to an eighth inch thick per pour um and it, worked, and it was like top epoxy yes true um yeah it's like eighth inch thick so i probably poured six times it's about an inch and a wow. quarter or so and um and it was perfect and it was gorgeous and it's just funny how again i poured it outside in the humidity bugs flying around i would go out every like hour <laughs> and like pull bugs out um and another thing i didn't realize is you're not supposed to like cover it um, and I had like a plastic sheet laying over the top of it oh. like to keep the bugs and st- stuff out. But right. Good times, dude. Yeah. I definitely want to, uh, futz with epoxy more. It's just not, it's just hard to experiment. I mean, we've talked about that a ton of times before. I, I wish I had more time to experiment and I still plan on here in the, in the next coming weeks. Once I wrap up a few things, I'm going to definitely have a lot more time to goof around. So really excited for that. Yeah. I don't, I don't really know how to market those tables cause I don't get epoxy free at this, at this time. So I don't want to just make stuff, spend $300 on epoxy and, and hope it sells. Oh, yeah. Um, but I also don't want to go on Facebook Marketplace or Etsy and post pictures of other people's work and say, hey, if you want this, let me know. I can do it. <laughs> right. Um, so it's like you want you want to establish like a portfolio and add to it, but it's hard to do without clients, obviously, yeah. like or commissions. Um, so... Actually, these three gallons I did get for free. That's a lie. Um, so I'll do this desk, and if it works, then hopefully drum up some more some more business. Yeah, that's uh, we'll see. it's yeah. I mean, I I just lost a client recently because they uh, they sent me an example of something they wanted made, um, and I was they were like, oh, have you ever done anything like this? Can you send me pictures? And I was like, no, I. I can't send you example pictures of that particular project, but here's, you know, a link to my gallery. You can see every other wooden thing I've ever made. Um, and, 
and yeah, and I and that and that was that. And then they came back to me a couple days ago, and they're like, "Hey, like we're just not comfortable with someone who's never taken on this exact project before." And I was like, "Okay, that's fine, I suppose. It's unfortunate, but sure." Yeah, I mean, I get it, um, and it makes sense from like a consumer standpoint, but mm-hmm. it also yeah, it doesn't help us in that case. We don't. Yeah, and we want to try responsibility. New it's not their responsibility to either, but it's just, uh, I think that's probably one of the first times that's ever happened to me for what that's worth. Um, and it, it's whatever. Then, oh, floating fireplace done and installed. Um, that was a fun one. I finished it up last weekend um, with the little hidden drawer. Uh-huh. Although I would like to change the top color from black to brown to match the rest of the furniture in that room but um that's that a fun project like a headache well i i went cheap on the top so i did a you know surprise and <laughs> a, a project for myself that i went cheap on I'm like oh uh, but i think i'm gonna go to the lumber yard tomorrow afternoon which will be wednesday the 31st and get some hickory or oh, dude, hickory um, some is pecan. so hard. I know. I was, I, cutting just, it, I was cutting it up today, dude. I just had a flashback to uh, I was I, the hickory is really cheap if memory serves. At least it was back when I first bought it, and this was when I was still rocking. You know, bench top tools, bench top planer, bench top joiner, a bench top uh, joiner I, on hickory. That thing yeah, probably dude. woke up the whole neighborhood. It was it's awful. So loud. Well, what happened is I was trying to keep it cheap for this lady. She didn't care. It was like, hey, I want this type of table. Just build it for me and let me know how much it costs. Like, she didn't care about any details. The I was best like, okay. Client ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to have some fun with this. And I went to the lumber yard. It was one of my first few trips there. Uh, and the guy was like, oh, well, have you ever worked with Hickory? I was like, no, but that sounds cool. Like, let's go check it out. And he was like, oh, it's like $1.83 a board foot. La, 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 la. And I was like, that What's sounds lovely. Foot? Yeah, I said, that sounds lovely. We'll take it. And he actually was so gracious enough to pull me all the pieces I needed for the tabletop that I needed to pull off. And I brought it back home and realized that all of it was twisted. It was only four quarter, which was not great for a tabletop and wasn't going to yield very much material when it was all said and done after milling. Uh, So, and I was very not prepared to deal with that intense of a milling process, especially with the tool set that I had let alone my skill set. But yeah, so anyway, long story short, ended up having to throw away the hickory, basically. I literally threw it away because it was just ruined and had to go buy more wood. So basically, it cost me uh, double what I anticipated. It cost the customer double what you expected. Uh, That was unfortunately, the price was already determined before I... No, had to I'm price just... out the second batch of lumber, so I, I lost money on that. No, I'm just messing with you. But, yeah, it, it is really hard, uh, but it's pretty, and I think it'll match the room. And the guy that I get wood from has got so much of it, so um, I think that'll guy. be the wood guy. So, also, since I went cheap, and by cheap I mean really cheap, I got the cedar fence posts and mm-hmm. ran them through the drum sander, um, and they bow a little bit. So when I open the drawer, that hidden drawer on the side, uh-huh. the wood bows down and you can't close the drawer and you have to pull up each fence post individually to push <laughs> it back. I was like, this is so dumb. If I would have just taken 
and spent the extra 30 bucks on material, even to get friggin' two by fours instead of cedar board planks, it would have been better. So I was like, I'm just going to get hickory. You didn't um, like to glue up or anything with them even? No, I didn't. Well, cause that stuff bows so much. Um, again, mm. I was, I was going cheap and fast because Ari comes on Friday night. I was like, Oh, this would be nice to have done uh, for when she gets here. Um, mm-hmm. And then have a little romantic fireside dinner. Yeah. We're uh, <laughs> getting top gun from, Amazon Prime. <laughs> I got the sound bar up. Uh, so I wanted to have it done. And um, I'll just go back and change it. Those Spence posts are like three bucks each. So I really didn't lose a whole lot of money. Um, but I, I think Hickory would go good. He also has Sycamore, which I just started using today. It is gorgeous. Um, I'm making a pizza peel for my cousin. And oh, nice. not a pizza peel. She makes the pizzas on these, brings it outside. They transfer it onto a metal peel and they put it in the oven, but she wants like a Mm. stack of these to make a bunch of them. And, uh, it's like every single species I have, walnut, maple, sycamore, beech, um, obviously no redwood, uh, (laughs) hickory. I think I said that. Um, but yeah, there's a, it's a lot of cool stripes in there. So, a lot of cool figure, um, but that's a fun one. But yeah, it's just good to get back into it, like really back into it. Heck yeah! What's uh, the status on that dust collector video? When are you gonna drop that? Um, so I went on. I was I was ticked yesterday. I was so mad, and because um, right, so Rockler sent me the dust collector and some attachments and stuff um, in return for two Instagram reels and a YouTube video. And I like had everything hooked up. The dust collector branches out, right? I pipe it Mm -hmm. down with four inch PVC and I put a little Y splitter. One is going to go to a floor sweep that I'll have a vent blast gate for. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other will go to the actual hose that I bring to all my tools. Um, You're only going to have one hose for all your tools. I move them every time. They, uh, Mm -hmm. so Rockler has their dust right attachments that you, they have little collets thingies like rubber uh-huh. that you put on all your tools and then you get like right. a quick connect uh, attachment to go to all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't buy the, I didn't tell them to send the actual quick connect handle. So I had to order that and I had to mm-hmm. order the floor sweep. I totally forgot. Um, but I, I had texted my cousin. I said, Hey, did I leave? a box of dust collector attachments at your house when I moved. And he was like, no, I checked the order form, realized I didn't ask for him. I was like, damn it. I have to pay. I got to pay a (laughs) hundred bucks for a whole dust collector. Um, Like that was the only cost into it. Okay. I can, I can eat that. That's, (laughs) you know, for what I got out of it. Um, Right. But long story short, uh, Thursday, those items come in the mail. Uh, hopefully get those attachments set up and then start editing. Well, that's excited. I'm excited to, uh, or that's exciting. I'm excited to give a listen, give a look, see what you come up with. Yeah. Um, it w- I mean, dust collectors are easy to hang. I, I'm still shocked that they sent me that for that video. Um, mm-hmm. But it'll just be incredible to have all of my tools 100% functioning. Um, totally good to go for, uh, 
for working out there. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm still dying to get into hand tools, but really, I just have no interest. I mean, like I I have two hand planes that I got from Hung. He restored them for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I break them out very rarely, and I have a set of junk chisels, and that's pretty much it. But there has been times where I wish I had. I mean, kind of like going back to what we talked about with John. It's about like when it comes when there comes a situation where you need to use hand tools, it's so nice to have them and have the skill to put them to use. So that's definitely something that I think about every once in a while. But uh, I've gotten this far without them. I would like to mess with them a little bit more, but I don't really desire to incorporate them into my regular Actual processes business, that yeah. much. Yeah. But I, I do have an exciting one coming up, an exciting build. What's that? Uh, I finally, finally, holy smokes, this was the longest process I've had in a long time to secure a deposit with this client, but uh, I got a, a giant solid walnut dining table top with a mm-hmm. metal base coming up, so it's going to be nine feet long, I'm sorry, eight feet long, four feet wide, and about two inches thick um solid walnut so that's pretty exciting he's been he's a very nice guy but it was just a very long time of going back and forth he had a ton of questions which i don't necessarily have a problem with but there comes a line when you just want to be like all right man like we gotta if you're not interested like i'll just go my way and that'll be that you know are you gonna like call the national guard to help you move that thing things gonna be solid yeah, that's going to be a beast, dude. It'll, I assume it'll be much heavier than that desk I just worked on. Uh, Four feet by eight feet. That's big. Yeah, and um, two inches thick. It's going to be a beefy gal. That's awesome, though. And that's those are the projects that I would I would love to take, like get a client for that. Um, yeah. oh, it's so easy. Just making the top and then I, I charge the top. The, yeah, and, and I charged a little on. fee. <laughs> yeah, I charged a little fee to come out to his house and attach the uh, base to it. But uh, slam dunk. I mean, it's kind of like the, I mean that desk I did was a little bit more difficult because of the miter and the glue up and all mm-hmm. that jazz. But uh, yeah, super easy, super excited. Yeah, that's when whenever a client's like, oh, I was like, what kind of base style do you like? And they send me like the black metal, like U or like X base or something mm-hmm. like that. Those are always, um, I mean, like you were talking about John, when we had John Malecki on, it's nice to, you know, push your skills and try new things in terms of style on bases and uh, using different joinery. Um, but if you're a full functioning business like yours, and that's like your livelihood, it's like good to get those things in and out um, right? without having to worry about the uncertainty of trying something new. Yep. Pretty excited excited to uh, get that into production and uh get it taken care of um and it's gonna turn out really good can't wait to get some sick photos of it added to the repertoire and you know like kind of like you said well aren't you uh you just sent me pictures of that cookie that you were making into mm-hmm. it i assume a tabletop so you're yeah. kind of on the on the uh, cusp of getting a deal like that right yeah i would hope so and that's i took that one on and then another person reached out looking for a 36 inch square tabletop for their coffee table, um, which is one step down from what I was just talking about. Not only do I not have to make the base out of wood, I don't have to use metal. I just make the top and install it. Like everything else. It's it's the only thing I have to do. Um, yeah. And then, uh, and then, yeah, the, 
it's like inch and a quarter thick cookie. Um, the the client brought it to me and said, "Hey, I think they sanded it or whatever." And you could see like the tool path of like the CNC flattening. Oh, I was like, "No, no. he didn't sand it." I was like, "He did not sand it." Uh, I think the so base. He, he... I'm sorry if you already kind of mentioned this, but he he brought the cookie to you and then kind of yeah, it was a they had it in their house and it's going to be a gift for his son and daughter in law for their new house. Uh huh. Um, I think the base once it's shipped is two hundred, and I think I'll charge him another two fifty. It's like four fifty just to um, sand it, put two bow ties, and then spray some finish. Um, nice. What do you did mention? Spray? Uh, I have not figured that out yet. Why um, not do Rubio? I know you've been liking that lately. Well, I, I think I'm going to put epoxy, like brush epoxy in it first to seal up the pores. I don't mm. know if that's dumb or not, um, but he did mention doing black epoxy around the bow ties and the crack, in which case I'll have to do like 300 instead of 250. What do you mean epoxy around the bow ties? Like you put the bow ties in, set them, and then tape it off and fill that the rest of the crack with epoxy. Oh, I see. Yeah. Um, that is a lot more work then. Yeah. So I went from having no orders to actually having to look at my schedule and plan this stuff out. <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. One last thing for work. Um, uh-huh. I am going... Uh, Let's see. Either end of this year or early next year, I'm going to, to Japan for a week. Whoa, really? Yeah. Yeah, is that wow. That's uh, gnarly. Likely be like January or February. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm so stoked. That's Get sweet, some good dude. ramen, you... baby. <laughs> we actually just, speaking of ramen, actually totally random, but we found a spot near our house that we've literally been driving by for years that we had never been to and we finally popped in and boy did we hit the jackpot it's like this little hole in the wall chinese spot i can't wait till i get back and i'd be like oh that's that's nothing like the ramen we had in <laughs> tokyo oh my gosh that's not you should have been there you should have been there <laughs> it's my least favorite thing about when people travel anywhere like oh this is so oh, good yeah. this is nothing like the sangria i had in Bar- barcelona uh, <laughs> in my summer trip as a senior in college like get out of here um oh that's great anyways yeah a lot of business stuff going on for me and it's it's, it's good to like i said it's good to get moving and and feel productive again out there totally yeah Yeah. i figured once you uh got the shop set up you'd be uh getting a little crazy on us yeah so pick it up steam see it's so funny like you're excited to uh, be getting commissions while i'm excited to kind of be backing off a little bit so i have more free time to do some (laughs) fun projects for myself and experiment and all that jazz yeah different strokes for different folks i guess you know we're all in a different spot here yeah like always uh goes back to that hobbyist versus uh full-timer i mean 100 percent. there's no other way to uh think about it you know like that's when when I'm doing really well in the business, it's like additional supplemental income. And that's why I spend more time in the shop. But for you, it's like if things are going really well, you get to take a step back and, and do <laughs> stuff for yourself. So, right. Um, so, yeah. You get it. You yeah. get it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, 
I think it's probably uh, time to wrap this sucker up. What do you say? Yeah, I think so. I, I um, we didn't really farm out questions this week. Um, we do. We mentioned that last week, but we'll have to get get on that for next week's episode, um, and just try to get some listener input in the shows because I feel like the last two episodes we just kind of talked to each other about our weeks, and it'd mm-hmm. be nice to turn this back into like getting value to the uh to the consumer (laughs) yeah i agree completely so all right cool well with that i think we should wrap it up with that being said if you do have any questions for the show please reach out on instagram with all of your question needs desires comments questions concerns anything you want uh to hear us talk about or hear us ramble about Uh, we'd love to hear uh, feedback on the show and again more content moving forward totally yeah seriously anything guys literally anything as minor as you might think it is you know we'd love to hear about it and uh perhaps chat about it but for now i think it's time we push out of here peace peace